0: Well, hello, and welcome back to Noah's Window. I'm flying solo today because Mark's still in Mexico. Uh, But I wanted to share just a brief thought with you today based on a reading in the uh, One Year Bible on June 28th, which this should um, be out on June 28th. Um, And I'm going to try, I'm I'm outdoors today, but I am competing with some very loud uh, bird conversations. I've kind of enjoyed sitting here listening because there's one bird who has a call and And I can hear the same call repeated from far away, but you can hear it. And they talked to each other for a long time. I guess they finally hung up the phone Um, and then an airplane just flew over. But it's so nice just to be able to be outside. So I wanted to sit out here if I can compete with the airplanes and the birds. But I wanted to talk to you about a really interesting story, I think, from the book of 2 Kings. And before I get into the story, I wanna point out a couple of things. One of the things is to remind you, as Mark was explaining, that there are two kingdoms that you will read about in the books of Kings and Chronicles. There's the Northern Kingdom, that's the 10 tribes that rebelled and went north with Jeroboam. And then there's the Southern Kingdom, which is mostly Judah, but it's Judah and Benjamin and uh, the southern kingdom is where Jerusalem is and uh, but you, as you're reading through these accounts you'll you'll read about the king over Israel and the king over Judah and that's because they were two separate kingdoms although they were both the the Jewish nation but they were divided so um, that is one thing to remember as we're talking about the story today. The other is an interesting thing, too, to watch out for when you're reading the Scriptures. Just like um, in our day where there's common names that get repeated a lot, there were common names that got repeated in, in the Bible days, too. So I know when Mark and I are in conversations, very often he, he calls a first name and says, so-and-so said this or did this or asked me this, and, and, I, and I have to ask him, hey, what, what was their last name? Because we know about five people with that name. So the reason I bring that out is the, the story I want to share with you today is about a king over the northern kingdom, and his name is Jehoahaz. Now, I know some of these names are a little odd to us because, you know, um, just odd to pronounce maybe, but um, if you were to just Google or go to a concordance, maybe in Bible gateway and look up Jehoahaz, you would get two completely different people, and it's important to know that they're not the same person. So the Jehoahaz we're going to talk about today was a king over the northern kingdom, if you Google, there's another Jehoahaz that ruled over the southern kingdom, and it was a much later date. In fact, Jehoahaz that ruled over Judah, or the southern kingdom, uh, he ruled when the northern kingdom had already been taken into captivity to Assyria. So, But let's talk about the Jehoahaz that was king over the northern uh, kingdom, Israel, which, remember, all of the kings were wicked, right? Right. We also re- uh, reminded you or mentioned to you that there were some wonderful prophets that God sent to the northern kingdom. That's where Elijah uh, was. That's where Elisha was. So God sent the best of the best to carry his message to a northern kingdom whose, whose leaders, whose kings, were always in rebellion against him. And that's something to uh, just some, give some thought to when we think about our current time. So I'm hoping that you'll find some, uh, some encouragement in this little story. So if you look at 2 Kings chapter 13... It talks a little bit about Jehoahaz and it says, Um, uh, Jehoahaz, who was son of Jehu, Jehu's an interesting story. If you haven't already, you should go read that. Uh, Jehoahaz, son of Jehu, began to rule over Israel in the 23rd year of King Joash's reign in Judah. And we said there's two kingdoms. He, Jehoahaz, reigned in Samaria, that's the capital of the northern kingdom. He reigned in Samaria for 17 years, but He did what was evil in the Lord's sight. He followed the example of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, continuing the sins that Jeroboam had led Israel to commit. If you're not familiar, you can go back and look at that original rebellion and what Jeroboam led the people to do. He basically led them into idolatry right away because he was afraid that the people might go back down to Jerusalem and return to the Lord. So, uh, okay, so the Lord was very angry with Israel because of Jehoahaz. And he allowed, God allowed King Hazael of Aram and his son Ben-Hadad to defeat them repeatedly. So because Jehoahaz was a wicked king and because he was leading the people to do evil, God allowed their enemies to come overtake them over and over. But here's the most interesting part I want you to hear. When we get down to verse 4, it says, Then, when when they'd been defeated multiple times, uh, Then Jehoahaz prayed for the Lord's help. Now, okay, Jehoahaz, he's done evil in the Lord's sight, he's led the people to do wickedly, and he's been attacked by his enemy. And and I want you to hear this again. Then has prayed for the Lord's help. And then what happened? And the Lord heard his prayer. Why? For he could see how severely the king of Aram was oppressing Israel. So the Lord provided someone to rescue the Israelites from the tyranny of the Arameans. Then Israel lived in safety again, as they had in former days. And one more phrase I want to, well, no, we'll say this one for in a minute. But I think it's interesting here because Jehoahaz was a wicked king. But when he called on the Lord, the Lord heard his prayer and he answered him. Now, the reason I want to point this out to you is so many times people will ask me about, you know, um, does God really hear them? Um, Is their life what it should be for God to hear them? And there's a lot of uncertainty on, uh, Am I qualified to pray or does God hear me when I pray? And I think you should take comfort in this. This is a very wicked king. And let, let me read you the last phrase I, I hesitate to read to you, but when you get down to verse 6, it says, after God delivered them and caused them to live in safety again, it says in verse 6, but they continued to sin. So God heard the prayer of a wicked king who called on God for help, God delivered him, even though, and God knows the future, so God knew they were going to return to sin. Even though they were going to continue to sin, God still heard their prayer and answered them. That's the kind of God we serve. He has mercy even on the wicked if they will call on him. And I just, I feel like that should be an encouragement to us today because we're God's children. And yes, he hears us when we pray. But even when a wicked ruler will call on God, God will hear Him. God will hear Him. God will hear us. God will hear us no matter what. And I just found great encouragement in that today because God answered the prayer of a wicked king. He will answer your prayer. Now, that does not mean that He's always going to answer the way we want Him to, but He does hear and He does answer and He is a merciful God. So whatever is the burden of your heart today, just know He hears you and He will answer you. And uh, keep in mind, even in this wicked generation we're living in, we still have a God who hears our prayers, and He will still answer us. So I hope that's just a little thought to encourage you today. And I hope that you will get your Bible and go read these passages. Um, I know it can be a little challenging sometimes when you're reading through some of these stories, but some of them are just so fascinating. And you will see so much of um, just the, the, as Mark would always say, you'll just see everyday people in here. And you will see how God works in spite of the wickedness of people. You will see how merciful God is. And you will see God's judgment when it comes. Um, and and just different stories of the lives of these people are fascinating to me. But I hope that today, knowing that King Jehovah has uh, got his prayer answered, that you will have your prayer answered as well. Um, so having said that, I'd like to just pray with you for just a moment this morning. Oh, Father, thank you that you hear us. Thank you that you hear even those of us um, who who aren't what you would want us to be. But we know that if we humble ourselves and call on you, that you will hear us and that you will answer our prayers. And, Father, there are many burdens among those who are watching or listening today, and I just pray that you would wrap your arms of love around each and every one. Draw them close to you, Father. May they know your presence. May they know your guidance. May they know um, the answers that you have for them, uh, even this day. May they feel your comfort, Father, as you, only you can comfort I just pray all these things for those that are watching and every family that's represented. And we just thank you, Father, for being so good to us and for guiding us through each and every day. I pray that you continue to be over our staff that are traveling, our new springers that are traveling on vacations or for conferences, whatever it is. I just pray that you would give safety, that you would uh, take care of them, Father, and continue to work in their lives as they uh, are uh, uh, abroad about And I just pray that you would have mercy on all of us and use us for your glory and honor. We'll give you all the praise and all these things we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I hope whatever the concern of your heart is today that you will call on the Lord because he does hear you. And I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow here on Noah's Window. So I hope you'll join us again. And in the meantime, if you want to just share a prayer request or or give us some feedback, you can uh, text talk to us to 97000. And we'll get that request and get back with you. So thank you again for watching and listening. And um, thank you to all of you who have just gone out of your way to let us know that this is a blessing. Because as long as it's a blessing, we want to keep going. And we want to be used of the Lord to be a blessing to you. So we thank you for that. So I pray that you'll have a wonderful day. And we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. God bless.